G'day and welcome back to Stacks Podcast. My name is Jai Deagle, I am your host. Today I'd like to uh, bring in some special guests. Now, uh, what I'd like to sort of say about these guys is these guys are podcasters. Now, let's go back a few episodes and we had a bloke on the on the podcast by the name of Jeff Hewitt and uh, it was a great podcast. There's something about podcasters. They know how to talk. And uh, plenty of talking went on. So uh, listen to this one. Now, these guys have a... They had a podcast called Canary Radio. And they're about to come out with a brand new podcast and a brand new website that helps musicians around Perth find gigs, find more about what's going on. And it's going to be something that Perth has always needed. And it's going to be very welcomed by not just the musicians around Perth, but also um, podcasters and also uh, bands and also people that just want to go out and catch a good night's uh, worth of live music. I know when I've had a couple, what do I look for? I want to go out and see live music. So uh, here's your chance to dial into this. Now we've got Brad and Adam, formerly from Canary Radio, in the studio to talk to you about uh, what's happening. Kiki, what are you doing? Oh, thanks. Kiki just gave me my hat. So without further ado, Brad and Adam from Canary Radio. Play the music! Yeah, he was definitely too polite. I had no idea. For three days I called him Adam and his name was Brad. And I'm like, and I was like so confident. I'm like, Adam, yeah. how you going, man? You good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yourself? And I'm like, yeah. And then at the end of the thing, he handed an invoice to me. And I was like, <laughs> Brad. And I was like, still to this day, never said anything. Why didn't anything. you say anything? He's too nice. Well, g'day, folks. It's Joy once again from Stacks Podcast. Now, today I've got some, uh, I won't say special, because you know what that, it sounds like they lick windows. They're not special people, but they are my special guests. Everyone's special when they come on Stacks. Uh, we've got some guys in today that actually are podcast hosts themselves. So it's really good to have someone in. Brethren. I'm going to say the word brethren. We can use that. We've got podcast brethren in today. So this, the thing with this podcast, it's going to be about podcasts. We usually talk about music. We talk about crap. We're going to touch on podcasting today and the joys of and, uh, yeah, that kind of sh- stuff. So uh, please welcome, without any further ado, the lads... Brad and Adam from Canary Radio. Hey, how you going? Hey, good day. Good, mate, good. Uh, I, I slipped me theme song right in the middle of that too. Not bad. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. That's ninja shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we do the same. Oh, it's cool. Ninja shit as well? Yeah. Actually, we just had a chat before we uh, went to air and and um, Adam was telling me about how he podcasts. It's usually naked and horizontal, isn't it? Yeah, usually. Usually? Yeah. Yeah, well, I reckon that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. I'd like to do it in a uh, flotation we tank, like to but I'm worried it, about electrocution. We, we like to call it free-range podcast. <laughs> free-range. <laughs> you lay the best eggs that way? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Boys, tell us well, a that, bit of... That escalated quickly. Yeah, well, yeah, that went weird. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a Stax podcast. You never, know, you never know what's happening. There's no, uh, there's no rules. There's no direction. There's probably no future. Uh, so, guys, tell us a bit about Canary Radio. I... I got to hear it a little while ago, and I was I was impressed as someone else out there talking about music in Western Australia. Well, I guess uh, it's it's kind of Adam's um, baby. It's something he started four years ago. 
Well, yeah, I just called Brad Adam again. We we're just talking about that. Yeah, if you heard the lead, <laughs> you set the tone. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> leading into this. <clears throat> so um, I'm going to yeah. call. I'm going to call him Bradham co- collectively. That that works. Yeah, I'll let you. Uh, oh well, well thank you. you. It's your baby. <laughs> All right, my baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So started about four years ago, um, without any really even a serious sort of thing behind it. It was like, hey, let's start a radio show. Um, started with my sister, um, she was the co-host back then, um, and yeah, kind of said it as a joke, and she thought, eh, sounds alright, and then we gave it a crack, and yeah, it's been going ever since, pretty much. So podcasting was pretty fresh back then, wasn't it? It was. Like, it wasn't... No, it, even now, um, you, like, I guess, parents and stuff like that, but, uh, you say, like, oh, do a podcast, what's a podcast? So, it, so it, it sounds more, like fishing, doesn't it? Like, it, it does, yeah. it does, um... But yeah, like, yeah, back then, yeah, no one knew. And even now, like, I, I talk to people about doing the podcast. Oh, where do I tune in? Like, what, what, station, <laughs> what station? What station are you on? Uh, the digital world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, the, um, I mean, I've been, I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Yeah, probably a couple of years. Yeah, I've been involved for a couple of years. Um, I think Adam was trying to get me on the show for a, <clears throat> quite a long time before that. Um, I mean, we, did, we did the odd Skype call or something. Like yeah. We did the gig guide for two minutes. Yeah, I used to do bits and pieces. I mean, we've been mates for, what, 20-something, 20 25, 28, I don't know. Something some, like that. Long time. Um, <laughs> some would say too long. Yeah, some would say so too long. So childhood buddies, grew up close to yeah, Pretty much, high, yeah. High school mates. Me yeah. nine. Awesome. So, yeah, um, so yeah I'm... You know, uh, our, our show pretty much, you know, for those who have heard it, is pretty much um, all about the, the local music scene. Um, you know, we try and promote WA music as much as we can, all the local artists. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, we have a can great... I ask, can I ask yeah? why you do it? Why music? And Because it, it, to do a podcast, it seems very simple to just sit down <clears throat> and do it. But to get guests in and to get content, it's you know, it takes work. You know, it's not... It's a- it's a labour of love. It does, really? yeah. I mean, it's taken quite a while for us to, to build up um, yeah, quite a number of shows, quite a, an artist base um, as well. I mean, for, for me, um, probably for Adam as well, um, we are ex-musos in the Perth music scene. Um, and the way I describe to most people ask me that question literally is I don't get a chance to play anymore, um, but promoting local music is something that um you know we struggled to do when we were going you know going through the ranks as as musos because there was no facebook there was no facebook there was no (laughs) well i'm pretty certain when we started playing that we were on 56k dial-up modems um so you know stuff like this wasn't even a thing i did miss that sound yeah so you know um to give back to the music community all the good stuff that we got out of it is also a really good thing for us and you know it sort of keeps us in tune and, and and for me, it's a bit of a, yeah. It's sort of our, our way of giving back, I guess. Like the, the times that we played in bands, that were some of the best years of our lives kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, it was just that, you know, the fun yeah. times we had. And, and we knew sort of the struggle of getting the music out there. So, it was, yeah, and our way can of giving I, back. Can I ask why you guys, why don't you play music today? Time, mostly. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, you know, we were decent musicians I wouldn't say we were great musicians well that's musicians. very generous thank you yeah <laughs> um, so you know well, it's hard to say without feeling like a working, right? yeah look you know we, 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 it's we, like dude you're standing next to Tommy Emmanuel like, okay yeah. yeah look I'm a really shit musician <laughs> yeah we, we we certainly didn't make careers out of becoming musicians um, and 
you know, we've both got young families and stuff like that. So, you know, trying to fit in a band as well uh, is kind of hard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we kind of haven't... Not like, to, it's not to say we wouldn't mind having a crack at it again. No, but, definitely. Uh, it's been what we've been trying to... My, my guitar's sitting there looking at me, but... You know, we've been trying to actually get a reunion with our, with our old drummer for a bit of a reunion thing for... How long have we been trying that for now? Three years? Mm, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what so, were you playing, Brent? What was your... Uh, I was bass, bass yep. guitar. Um, and obviously Adam, you just said guitar, so... Yeah, yeah. I was guitar and singing. Yeah, and what, yeah. What, were you, what was your outfit called? Don't tell me the cockroaches. No, no. You, you guys uh, aren't... Fruit, fruit you weren't the cockroaches? <laughs> no, ours is very um, un-PC. Very politically un- <laughs> yeah. It was spelt differently, though. It was spelt gonna, differently. In, in its defence... Can I I'll... introduce you to Stax Podcast? You guys fucking go for it. There's no... <laughs> I don't know if you've heard much of what we do, even. And there's not much filter. And that's so, a beautiful thing yeah, about this, podcasting. Well, so. When did we come up with this? it? 99? 2000? Yeah. Anyway, it was... Yeah, it was a pop punk band back in the day, you know, when Blink One Eighty Two was a thing. We were called Mongoloid. Mongoloid. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, yeah, we. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. In, in my defence, I didn't actually realise back then that it was a real word. <laughs> I, I actually thought it was just one of those shit names that you came up with, and I'm like, yeah, that'll do, because I couldn't think of anything better. Yeah, well, and I used to come like, up, yeah, okay, cool. I, I did used to come up with a lot of shit things. Um, so yeah, I, in my defence, I didn't actually realise. So did you have like? Hordes of people with Down syndrome come to watch your gigs. <laughs> yeah, no, we we, we didn't we, have hordes of people in general. No, <laughs> no, we um, yeah, we we were told a few times that's a pretty controversial name, and we're like, hey, whatever. <laughs> some of the some of the shows that we played, the venue sneakily tried to change the name on the poster. Did you pull out the old? I don't even know what you're talking about, because man, we're like right into Mongols and androids. <laughs> No, we used to just you go, no, nah, I wish I thought of that back then. <laughs> we do, we should. No, nah, it's spelled different, mate, because we, yeah. we used a U instead of an O. <laughs> yeah, it was mung a Yeah, Mungaloid. Yeah, we got called Mungaloid. Mungaloid, yeah. Mungaloid. <laughs> and one of the venues, put, they spelled it M-U-N-G-A-Lloyd, so... I reckon, I reckon they were afraid of the PC backlash. Quite possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. A, probably, I probably wouldn't that use that band <laughs> this, I can't in today's what, society, but... We did a podcast, so I think it was early days, I think it was podcast one or two or something, and we, we, we got on the internet and we looked for the worst possible band names. And some of the, th- like, Hitler's, like, disease and... Oh, there, was, there was some real... It's a bit harsh. I don't know. <laughs> it was, I don't know. There was, like, oh, Hitler's semen. Oh, I can't remember. It was... There was just stuff that you just think, wow, wow. Yeah. Mongoloid would have fitted right p- perfectly in there. Yeah, no, it would have been on par. Maybe stirring Maybe slightly above some of the ones I've seen. <laughs> Safe to say the boys never made it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no it was, um, yeah, we did, I mean, I think the, the highlight of ours was I think we made the semi. Was it the semi-finals at the Grosvenor? Yeah, we made semi-finals at some Grosvenor battle of the band. So you know, back when the Grosvenor was cool and they still had the back room running, and yeah. you know, we're going way back now. But yeah, no, that was um, yeah. Once but again. it's it's really good to see that the fact that you guys, you loved your music. It was obviously a passion, and the thing is too for for ninety uh, for, for ninety nine point you know eight people out there, it's it's only ever going to be a hobby. There's like point two that make money out of it and it becomes a job, but um, the the fact that you you know you loved it and you're still to this day in your own way and and podcasting we'll just talk before how cool podcasting mm. is you're still chipping in you're still chipping in and in a way you're still part of the scene you exactly. know? Is that yeah. way of keeping in there 
Yeah, no, definitely. But like we've, I mean, <clears throat> I, I missed own up to something here. I mean, I was a massive punk head back in the day, and I missed out on a lot of cool stuff because I was like, nah, it's not punk. I'm not listening to that shit. <laughs> yeah, got it. And you know, so I missed out on like some cool stuff from like Pearl Jam and that sort of stuff because you know it just wasn't punk and and going back and listening to that stuff and even doing this podcast right well i've listened to some indie bands and some electronic music and i'll never own up to admitting to liking some of that stuff because i just don't it's not my thing but yeah. some of it, i appreciate how how some yeah. of that's crafted and you better build your, it builds your palette you know what i mean like you yeah. need to know what you don't like so you know what you like yeah, but I mean, I've, you know? I've, I would never in a million years, you know, go out of my way to listen to some garage bands, like, you know, 60s sort of garage pop sort of stuff. And there's a couple of artists out there that are playing that stuff right now, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, probably one of the best releases that's going to come out this year is going to come from a garage band. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's, and that's coming straight out of Perth. Um, and they're in the midst of recording that on a eight track tape deck in their lounge room. You know, I, I kind of feel sometimes that Australia is one massive Seattle. Do you it know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, because we have a, a flavor in our music that there are all the genres, but we still keep pumping out good rock, good heavy sound. You know what I mean? That, that mm. good. And it just doesn't go anywhere. It may not be the flavour of the month for all the radio stations or for what the young dudes are listening to, but it's still there in abundance, you know? Like mm. the, what, I, what I like about a lot of uh, local stuff and a lot of the Australian stuff is everything just has that really raw sound. Like, it's just a really raw and really honest. Yeah, I um, guess ACDC paved the way there, I must admit. they. Yeah, yeah. But before them, uh, who was the rock act? You know, about Easy Beats. Well, they, yeah, well, yeah, Brother John was in that, wasn't he? So, um, yeah, that, well, they were, yeah, they were the first ones to really kick that sort of, that guitar yeah. sound and let's dirty it up and, and rock it up a bit and kind of took it to the world and they yeah. made the world muscle up a bit in the music scene, I guess so. Mm. And even today, I mean, I've worked with guys from LA and all that kind of stuff. You listen to their music, it's awesome, don't get me wrong, but it hasn't got the balls that Australian rock's got. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can just listen to stuff and you can just tell it's that little bit over engineered, it's a little bit too polished. I mean, yeah, I'm a massive fan of just raw. I say you like the dirt. I like it. Yeah, I like raw. I mean, even when I go, like, if I go out to a pub to listen to music, I still like going. I've been to the Charles Hotel a couple of times. It's still a dirty, dirty rock venue, right? And that's what I like about it. I still rock up to the Swan Basement just out of the blue, just to walk in there and just. Because the people. I love what that place does. I love because they're the bands that are emerging. It's really one of the few places they can get a gig. So you're seeing the guys that like that are all that are just you know they 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 are raw. They're not polished. They're mm. so you know. And I, I love it. I, I yeah. go to the venue all the time and I watch bands there. And mind you, I see some stuff that blows me sort of sideways and <laughs> I think it's like wow but there's also stuff I walk away going man that was pretty yeah. pretty cool go back and then I'll bump into them years later and you know it's like man I was mm. watching you guys when you when you were shit we, <laughs> the term I used to say was I was watching you guys when you were shit good <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you know like, and then they're, they're really polished but when they were shit I, I love it because they're just you see the energy; they're so happy to play. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, and for me, that's half of it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's you know one of our favourite things to do. We weren't super polished or anything like that either. We just love getting up Far there and playing. It, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you seen? Have you seen? 
are you still tapped into a bit of the punk scene in Perth? Not as much as no, not not as much as I used to. Have you seen to. a few of the bands out there now, like like the Blind Spots and the um, the the Spurts and there's I mean there's a whole scene. There's um, old yeah. mate from Mad Hatter that's doing a lot of um, Maddie from Mad Hatter does a lot of the punk stuff. Okay. There's a whole punk, I think it's punked promotions in town and. There's still a really massively yeah. strong scene in, in WA. And you don't really hear about it, which is a little weird as yeah, well. It's, it's, cool. yeah. it's uncool if you hear about yeah, it. Yeah, it's exactly. underground, man. Yeah. It's underground. <laughs> it is underground. And that's one of those things that, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, that one. Cool. It's cool because it's underground and then it, it's it's shit because you never hear about it. And, you, <laughs> and it's so hard to find it. It's un, it's that far underground, you can't find anything about it's it. It's actually underground. It's, yeah. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's... um. Yeah, you know, the, you want to find that's one of the problems I find. There's, there's so much disparity across the music scene in Perth that trying to find something is, is really difficult. Um, you've got to know specifically what something's called in order to find it because it's just so hard because everything's named differently, everything's trying to be underground and then when someone does promote something, it's not really... It doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. It's, yeah, it's, it's a weird... Here's one from left field. If... Sometimes I feel that some people will say it's underground as a cop-out for lack of interest. Um, yeah. You know Look, what I mean? Like that I, people aren't interested in um, no, underground, you know? Yeah, I... I, what do you I think, don't know. What do you think their values are still upheld? As- I think it's hard because I think you'll find... I mean, promotion these days is, is a lot easier than it used to be, right? True. Because um, you've got the internet, you don't have to. You know, it doesn't take <clears throat> it doesn't take five minutes to download a A4 um, poster yeah. <laughs> online anymore. <laughs> you know, you can get it in two seconds. Um, unless you're on MBN, then you're probably waiting for five minutes. Um, yeah. So I would say it's a it's a really difficult one because uh, for me, the venues are trying to promote it. And they're trying to support it, but it's really difficult because um, people aren't aren't into it as much as they used to be as well. Um, and then people are interested in going to bars where they have cover bands on or they're just interested in going to bars and sitting around talking with their mates. They don't want to be interrupted with music or anything mm-hmm. like that. And people are too afraid to go and try something different as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is a, it is a funny one. Um, but rock's one of those things that goes in waves, right? So at the moment, I'd say it's coming out of a lull. I think it's <clears> going to start hitting the scenes again and it's going to pick up a little bit in the, over the next five years or so. I guess a way to look at that too is you look at fashion. Have you noticed we've just gone through that 80s revitalisation? Yeah. Yes. You know, like yeah. We're due for another one in 10 years. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the weird thing is, I, I look at the young kids these days. Go, was so cool, and I was like, man, I used to wear that stuff back yeah. then. And I look back now, just go, why, why? <laughs> I, yeah, and I look at what some of the kids did, are wearing. Did I really need shoulder pads in that coat? You know. Like, <laughs> but I, I look at some of the kids that walk around today, and you know, I'm showing my age here. If I look at the kids now, and they're like wearing whatever's cool now, I look at them. If I wore half of that to school, I probably would have got bashed. <laughs> That's why I wore the shoulder pads, just yeah. in case I did. It was like, at least I was semi-protected, you know? Like, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, no, the, the scene's an interesting one at the moment. Um, I think it's going to start popping up. There's more venues now. I mean, we had that real lull where, you know, the Hyde Park closed down and, hate to say it, but the Rosemount sort of shut off a little bit to the music scene. 
amplifiers even going that way. Um, so you start losing some bigger venues dropping off altogether. Um, and there's a whole bunch of little ones that are now starting Start to prop to pop up, up. Um, which is cool. Because you know, like the, the, the sewing room and stuff like that. Well, the so sewing room, yeah. That's up. Where's, where's that? It's down Wolf Lane. I found it the other day. Um, I, I, walk, I walk past it every day on my way back from... Oh, you know, so it's a real place. It is a yeah. real place, oh, yeah. I thought it was a stitch up. No. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, I'll drink to that. Is, yeah. <laughs> right, we'll have a drink. Yeah, every dodgy joke will have every a drink. Do- <laughs> yeah, you want to play that game? Uh, no, Who, got, who's I, driving? I have to drive. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, if, no. you, if you want to play that game, listen to the podcast uh, with uh, Sweet Surrender at home, ladies and gentlemen. And every time we say the word predominantly, you need to have a drink. So, no, very sounds good. like a challenge. It, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, right. it's a good <laughs> podcast. Now, let's talk about Canary Radio once again. I want to know a couple of things. I want to know, so you guys, are, re, are you going to rebrand? Are you going to keep the Canary Radio name? No. No. No, okay. Uh, can it's, we make a announcement as to what it's going to be? Uh, or is it still under wraps? Well, not really. I wouldn't say it's completely it's, under wraps. It's not completely under wraps. We haven't officially announced the new name, so... We're going for a new name and, and all that sort of thing. Um, new format, new approach, per se. Same subject matter? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, um, it's more of an expansion uh, as well as a rebranding. <clears throat> cool. So you, do you want it? I'm, I'm happy to because yeah, it's, it's already on YouTube. Yeah, well, this <laughs> Hang is, on, everyone this at is home. This is, this is exclusive. Exclusive. Can this we set a drum roll? Yep. Excellent. <laughs> So, Canary Radio is becoming... Music Link WA. Music Link. Yeah. That's a I hope we didn't build that up too much. No, no that's a very, that's like, a very, oh. it's a very <laughs> smart... That's a smart move. So, Music Link, Link actually stands for, and this is it's Music Link WA, the local independent network, which is what Link stands for. All right, so um, the idea behind it... There's way too what much about, thought uh, What about the K? <laughs> what... what the K is Everyone says that. I know uh, the K is the K on the end of network. It's yeah. the silent Otherwise K. Otherwise, it'd be like music Lin, <laughs> music Lin one. <laughs> or you could just tag music, whatever. Music what Lin. Pick pick a K word and put it on the end. There you whatever. Go. Yeah. Pause. Any- think of a K word. <laughs> How's the silence then? By the way, yeah. we all sat How there and thought, that? okay, just think of a word with oh, K, and we none of us could. Then. Anyone who was listening none of us could come up with something. Yeah. And I bet you the only thing that popped into either of our minds was special K? No. Also, no. Oh, no. No. Not that. Um, but, yeah, no, so we're going to have uh, our podcast on there is going to change its name as well. So it's not the podcast itself isn't going to be called Music Link WA. The podcast we're going to run, um, you want to announce that one? Or? Oh, so this is a website. So, Perhaps. yeah. Well, so, okay, so basically, yeah, so it's, it's, expanded, it's expanded from – just to put so the idea was always to be more than just a podcast. The podcast was like the starting point to get our sort of dip our toes in the water, I guess. Um, to becoming more of a a hub, um, for local music in WA. Um, so Music Link WA will be, I guess, the home of the podcast and resources for, for musicians and all that sort of stuff. Um, aiming at listeners, bands, venues, and that sort of thing. Um, and then it's going to be, I guess, the the housing for the podcast, oh, yeah, it's, would it's, you say? It's, so it's a hub. It's a, so what, it's we're, a, yeah. what we're making basically is a, a platform 
um, for various user types per se. I'm going to be a bit nerdy in IT here. Mm. A platform for user types for various degrees for WM Music. So, yeah, as Adam said, we want to have a lot of resources on there, business links, resource articles, how-tos. Um, News We're getting, getting some stuff written up on how to approach a recording session, stuff like that, as well as uh, a podcast. So our podcast we're going to call is Unsigned WA. And I, I like what you're doing. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something that just popped into my head too was everybody advertises for themselves in Perth, all the recording rooms and, and all that kind of stuff. So one thing I learned in promotion was you can't promote yourself without sounding untrue or without sounding like a wanker. Like you can't promote, it's very hard to do. Sounding self-promotional. But if you have somebody else that promotes you, <clears throat> it becomes a lot more believable and it sounds um, a lot more, it's, it's easy to listen to as well. So... I think that's a great idea because, I mean, if you guys could almost then do a review um, and all that kind of stuff or if that's the path you're going down as yeah, well. Yeah, so that's it. We're going know. to do news articles, reviews, yeah, album yeah, so reviews, gig reviews. Fellas, that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Oh, I know. (laughs) That's a lot of work. Yeah, Adam's spent hours and hours and hours on the new website. Are you looking for maybe a couple of people to help out? We are definitely on the lookout for for many people to help out. Um, So, yeah, um, one of the reasons that I didn't, I've I've sort of touched on it before, is because of the disparity in the different avenues to get music and and if you ever look online for wa music you get the wham website exactly, which is yeah, which is yeah. fantastic um but that's realistically you don't really get too much else you can look at perth music and it's really difficult to find an avenue that just gives you everything that you would need so you know for us i was like okay cool we went through I oh, know me and him were on Skype chat, even though we live around the corner from each other. All <laughs> the kids were in bed, our wives were out. <laughs> yeah. So we were on Skype chat for what, four and a half four, hours? Four, you guys. And then, um, yeah. And literally we went through. You hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> you we, hang up first. We went, we, we, we went through tons and tons of different names until we, we kind of came up with that one, and that one sort of stuck. Um, so, because we want the name to mean something. And, and, well, it and, sounds serviceable. Like it's. Yeah. it's you can be creative with a name, but does it say what it's about? And sometimes simplicity, and, and please don't take it the wrong way, but Music Link is so, so simple and basic and it tells you what it does. Mm. Yeah. It, which it, it, is what you want. Which is good. Exactly, yeah. So so what what the way we describe it is um, I mean, we've, there's a little, if you go to, it's w, www.musiclinkwa.com.au, this website where it is, a landing page. Um, and literally the coming soon page. Yes, the it's the coming soon page. But there's a soon-ish. little there's a little video we did on there about you know what it's about and um, yeah you know we say on there we're we're trying to produce it as the online venue uh, for WA Music, so it's going to have everything that you would want on there. Um, so that's the challenge is now for us to get the content Populate on there. the website. Yes, um, the hard so, part. Yeah, but I mean we're we're open <clears> to anyone wanting to help out as well. well so. Great that you come on. I mean, I mean, my four listeners are going to love what you're saying, and and they're they're going to tell their two mates. That'd be awesome about it. And let's just think about it. That's like nearly eight people that are going to be like hooking into this. No, in all no. honesty, <laughs> no, just don't. but in all honesty, that's what you need to do. You need, I suppose, you need to get out there, get people to recognise it. And there is a lot of stuff happening in WA. Look, there's a million promoters out there as well. 
But in all honesty, it sort of keeps coming back to the same people that have been around for a while, but it takes that drive and passion. A lot of people do it and then go, oh, no, that's too hard. It's too hard, yeah. It's too hard. Yeah, lucky Adam's pretty stubborn. I'm so. pretty stubborn. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> it's, uh, I've, I've nearly given it up a few times, but... It's a big task. It's... I've got a friend called Pete Ranzullo that owns Scudley Records and he has a brilliant work ethic. Like He, he just works hard. And, and people ask why. I mean, it does financially reward him and he lives off the work he does, but... He's just created a movie, which I don't know you know about or you may have heard about, called Anticipation. Yeah. And he's created... And it's... Get that old... If, if you need links, I'll, I can talk to him and get get him on your podcast to talk yep. about it. Because you guys, him, even myself to a degree and a few others in Perth, we... You know, we're, we're keeping this thing going. I mean, it, it's going to always go. It's because it's always going to... Mm. It's always going to be there, but... You don't just need bands playing. You need people that are fans. You can't play without fans. You can't play without people wanting to turn up to a no, gig. No, that's it. You can't play without people talking about what you're doing. You know, you need this whole... It's a whole culmination of everything that, that, that ends up in this big ball of promotion and and just keeps rolling on down mm. the hill. So, yeah, it's really cool that you, you do it. I wish you boys luck. That's a massive... <laughs> that's a massive task. It's uh, And I really yeah. want to obviously keep tabs on how that's going so. yeah I mean, one of the things I mean we've as I said we've been around for a while so we've seen all these different formats you know through forum posts Facebook pages word of mouth stuff different promoters and stuff like that so we're and you know the Express magazine and what that used to be back in the day so yep. we're kind of like trying to take a lot of all the good bits from that because um, the reality is too I mean you used to see a lot of stuff printed in the express about some local acts and stuff like that which you just don't get anymore because that's a good point even um, the express there is the online express there is the online express but it, it, i mean they've, they've really they've pulled back to skeleton yeah and the start. express like, isn't yeah. what it used to be i mean it's owned no, by the music no. now right so and that's a national brand they've got a it used to be a thing just go get it every thursday yeah it used to be yeah true same I um so basically <laughs> you know what everything that you know you see okay cool someone's going to interview ed sheeran and do photos of him and talk about his two concerts at Perth Stadium or whatever. Well, we want to kind of do that and provide that sort of platform and that sort of service for the local bands. Um, so that if somebody wants to find out what's going on in the local music scene, they can just come to our site and go, bang, there it is. Have you ever have you put a model in place that may allow you to do it full time? Like, or is it something that you... <sighs> Because I mean, it's it's really is a full time job, and yeah. I guess that's why you need people. I would to help love out, to do it full time. <laughs> yeah, would love to do it full time. Yeah. And and in all honesty, um, it would rely heavily on a lot of sponsorship and stuff like Absolutely. that doing advertising. Yeah. Um, but it it is workable. It is expandable. You know, this is a base platform that we could expand. Uh, a lot of different ways. So yeah, I think we could if we really intended on doing it. Well, I think it's a, a great thing, and and Perth's. It's growing. Yep. We have our moments where it pulls back and then it launches forward and it pulls back. But we're still on a steady growth here in WA. And um, I mean, I've travelled Australia with different bands doing sound engineering and a few other things. And I've I've been to pockets around the place and, and there's been gigs where you get a lot of people and then you get into really heavy uh, populated areas where you just don't get people to gig. So I guess picking a place in Perth as well means a bit at the moment but overall where 
willing to travel to see because we, we, yeah. we do travel a bit in Perth. So there's nothing for me to drive into the city to see someone I want to see. Yeah. No, so I guess that works in your favour a little bit as well. And there's no one doing what you guys are talking about. So, um, and especially on the on the on the the roots level, and people want to know about that. Like, mm. you know, I mean, I just travelled to Japan and I busted my ass to try and find live music. I couldn't find it in a country that's supposed to be so tech savvy and have all this information. Maybe it's the fact I couldn't read Japanese. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe there was a website called Tokyo Music Link. Oh, I just yeah. couldn't find it. Just couldn't couldn't read. That's what they now. Yeah. No. No. Well, was Japanese? I did actually ask her to try and find it for me, and whether she just didn't want me going out, but she said, "No, there's nothing." We we looked and nothing at all. So no, we're, I'm, at, we would love all the bands to try and, and all all music artists and everyone involved in music scene to try and jump on this and help us out as well because. Yeah, obviously it is a massive undertaking to do this, but there's so much benefit that can be had for anyone who wants to jump on board with this. There's, the potential here is quite huge when you think about it. Um, having a central platform that, that services almost everything to do with Perth music and WA music in general. Um, so, yeah, you know, the more the merrier in, in our... Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree with that 100%. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's where we're at, and, um, and I hope that we can fill it with the amount of content that we're hoping... Um, that's why Adam, Adam spent so long on this website so that it's, it's going to become <clears throat> very, very easy to find what you want, a very usable website. Um, I've challenged him. Yep. All right, Adam, I'm going to throw a few things at you. Right. I'm looking on the website and I say, I'm into alternative metal. Can I find that through a search engine on your website? Or, or, or could I go in and go, oh, actually, when I say metal, <clears> I usually judge them on the, on the way the name's written. And if I can't read it, I know they're really heavy. Yep. If I can read it, <laughs> I know they're not as heavy as I think. Um, but in saying that, have you got something that can? So, so you're into a particular type of music. Yep. You feel like cutting loose tonight, you know, like, you know, maybe even beer prices. You know what I mean? Beer prices yeah. on the is website. It no, but <laughs> what I'm saying is like, yeah, okay, you're into what? Yeah, but I've got X amount of dollars. Yeah. Could your website? provide that information that so you know or you can have like for a special of you know you've got a budget of such and such that's the place to go because you're going to get one good music beer prices such and yep. such and you can nine drinks get on that tablet and you can work it all out because some people just can't I hadn't thought that deeply into it. Uh, have I, have we, we, have, we haven't gone down have, the have I just Have I just extended this uh, launch yeah, by well, three we'll weeks? Just increase. <laughs> Throwing beer prices in there, yeah, it's a, it's a new one. Um, Not actually a bad idea. It isn't a bad I, I, idea. I, well, I've, actually, funny you say that because when we finish the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember the guy. I can always find him. I know how to get hold of him, but he's got a website called Bur- Perth Beer Economy and it's it's – not economies in trade, but he's got all the cheapest places to drink in yeah. WA and who has live music and ah. so linking in with... <clears throat> that would be a cool... Yeah, uh, it would be... A cool oh. expansion. But yeah, no, definitely genre search is something I've yeah, been so plumbing in. Yeah, let's get back that to That sort of stuff's pretty much going to carry over from the Carrier Radio site. So every band that we've ever played on the show has their own profile page on the website. Um, all that's getting ported over to the new site. Um but we're adding in genres and, and stuff like that as well. So theoretically, yeah, you'll be able to search like whatever genre. Um, 
I'm hoping, and this is hoping, um, to also get location-based stuff as well. So awesome. if you're on your phone, I'm in North Perth, what's on tonight, bang, and that sort of thing. That's down the track, but there's potential to do that. But yeah, I'm yeah. everything's indexed and tagged and linked to link to link to links. Um, so yeah, yeah the, the aim is to be able to find whatever you're looking for if you clicked on a, if you clicked on a, a podcast and it has a band in there and you're like well that cool that band was cool you hit that band's profile page and then it goes up and it'll tag everything that that band's been in whether we've got reviews on them um with the podcast yeah, podcast you're right on, because you have to search for that kind of thing these days don't you like you even though they've got links that you can go to and most bands will put on links but I'll be honest mate I've, I've been around the industry a long time there's not that many bands out there that are that savvy on that kind of thing, mm. and they they man, I've got I've got friends that are in bands that have don't even have a Facebook page, and it's like, you for real, bro? Like, come on, still on MySpace? Or? Yeah, no, 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 no. They're still hiring guys to ride it in the clouds with a fucking aeroplane. So, yeah, but it's it's like they're just they they just especially the older fellas, but the but even young guys. Yeah, man, I've got a, I've got a mate, Clint. Here you go, mate. Just gonna. Fucking take the piss out of your band for a second. Um, I got a mate called. He's in a band called Spud Gun. They cool really name. they they need some help with some promo. Like they really uh, and yeah, uh, nine dollars for that bit of promo there. By the way, Clint, uh, that'll be nine dollars from checkout, please. Clint, Spud Gun. They could really <laughs> do with some promo. You know what I mean? So this would be perfect for bands like that that are yeah. emerging. They're not really computer guys, you know what I yeah. mean? They're not sort of self-promoters, so it would be, it'd be perfect for mm. something like that. Because, so. yeah, generally, yeah, band, the band's profile Nine dollars from checkout, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, generally the, the profile page will have all their info, all their links to social. Um, I've linked to bands' Facebook events as well, so it automatically comes up in feed. Um, and, yeah, any, as Brad said, any episode like podcast episodes they've been on news reviews they've been written about them anything with that they've been tagged in will appear on there but are you going to find that or are they going to supply it to you so all the bands that have been on the show um fill out a submission form um and all their information goes into that submission form which gets downloaded to a spreadsheet and then i upload their stuff this is a disclaimer uh stacks podcast is feeling very unprofessional right now (laughs) Back to the broadcast. Um, that's that's all. Like we, <laughs> you come on my show, you just drink. That's it's pretty much nothing all the rule. wrong with that. Yeah, it's pretty much all the rule. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's, um, it's one of those things. I mean, it's 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 you know what today's society is like. It's going to cover our asses. Um, it's realistically just a disclaimer that says you are the owner of your music and you are giving us permission to play it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and that's that's. Essentially, anyone who's doing what we're doing would have to sort of do that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, the, the cross-referencing on this site is, is yeah, huge. So, I mean, anyone, as he said, anyone who has a Facebook page, if you've got Facebook events and stuff, they just get fed in automatically. So, a lot of the stuff is dynamic. So, we're building it so we don't have to mess around with it too much. Because time is a factor. Yeah, time is a factor. So I mean, we've both... time now to automate as much as we can. Both of us have got three kids each. Yep. Um. You know, we've both got full-time jobs. Yep. Um, I do a lot of other stuff apart from this and, and work and kids. I've got a whole bunch of other stuff I do as well. Um, you probably do more as well. 
Yeah. You, you spend hours tinkering with the website. I do a lot of website stuff. <laughs> you do a lot. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like I do nothing sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> um, but hey, uh, that's just the lay of the land at the moment. So yeah, no, it's um, we're both very, very excited about what we hope this becomes and, and what we're aiming for it to become. Um, so I'm yeah. excited. I've just heard about it and I'm thinking this is awesome. <laughs> Perth, Perth needs good. it. Perth, Perth needs a, like a thousand of us. You know what I mean? That mm. the the the. And and I guess the battle up that we've always had in Western Australia is the fact that we're we're pretty contained within Western Australia. Yeah. So unless you come and visit Western Australia, you don't really see the ground root stuff because we're not bleeding into other states. If that makes sense. I mean, the, one, this, one thing I've noticed as well, like, I I always knew that there was a lot of talent in WA. But doing the podcast has just opened up so much more. Like I didn't realize how much talent that that WA had. It is that number, nobody. It is number about. one bullshit. There's so much. It's ridiculous. Like there's bands that we've had that we've put on the show from Port Hedland, yeah. Arthur, and they're insane. Who was that? Uh, Manhattan's Wake. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're crazy. Like they're really good. Their like, guitarist, I'm trying to think of his name. He's a friend of mine. Um, is is bullshit. He's amazing. Yeah. But they all play through triple rectifiers. It's a Port Edlin thing. No, nice. Caratha thing. Yeah, it's a pretty... It's just metal town up there. <laughs> oh, so you know Caratha. Yeah, up I, there I lived years. up there for it's, a couple of years. It's it's like, it's like I, I, I mixed sound one night for a Caratha band and they, they all come down and, and um, I was in Port Hedland when I'd done the show and all of them rocked up and all of them had... Because it's Caratha, there's money in that town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all played PRSs and they all had triple rectifiers. I went... It's going to be an easy night. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, God, what's his name? I can't think. So we've, I think we've played one or two songs of theirs. Yeah. Um, and they're like, they're tight as. Like but yeah, never would have heard of them had, yeah, they're not submitted their music kind of thing. Yeah. So, But it's good, it's good that you're getting submissions to Canary Radio. That shows that there's still that drive, you know what yeah. I mean? There's a, yeah. Yeah, and it must be a bit of a buzz, I've got to admit, like being a podcaster and being somebody like yourselves, like, I mean, you guys are initially podcasting, but you guys play a lot of music, don't you? I mean, we yeah. we just talk shit on my, my podcast. It's not, oh, we, we, we do play a little bit, and, and we will get to that. I'll, I'll ask you guys to, to nominate someone that you want to hear, and then I'll obviously make it, make it happen if we can, but, um, or you, you, you throw up something that, you know that you can uh, that you've done yourself, and we'll listen to it. Um, if not, I'll just pull it out of the vault of, <laughs> of people that I know real well, and I don't even bother asking for their permission to play their music. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you guys get you know, one. You get to hear a lot of music, but it must be a buzz to like people when you when you starting to get the the, the groundswell of followers and mm. you know and, and people wanting to hear what you do and. You know, even, even just that one email that says, guys, I love what you do, this is awesome. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it has been pretty cool. I mean, we've had, obviously, we, we only we only play stuff from in WA, but we've had submissions from, like, the UK, um, LA, I think Sweden's been in there a couple of times. Um, and I've always emailed back and just gone, like, how did you hear about the show? But they never get back to us. Um, probably Japan, because though. we're not going to... Speaking of Japan, though, we got the analytics stats, and Japan was one of our oh, that was huge, for a while. really. Yeah, they were, wow. For wow. a few months, they were out in Australia. Wow. Um, I've had a lot of listeners, sort of, um, that are single and want to love me like a lot, and 
and like a really hot chick said if I write to them and give them my bank account details that we're going to get on fine they're like, the fans you want they're, they're the fans they're the dedicated fans yeah I'm just like wow you really listen to what I do yeah. well, just so glad you like wearing lingerie and listening to music <laughs> yeah no it's definitely um, yeah <clears throat> going I mean going back to the talent one of the one of the things that we would uh, absolutely for, for our benefit um you know, just to make us feel like what we're putting down is actually worth it. <clears throat> we're, we're obviously we've said there's various different user types, but one of the user types we've considered um, when making Music Link WA is um, the promoter and the record company. So you know, <clears throat> if um, that's that's if someone new, from it's new and innovative. You know, if someone from Sony was listening and they're looking for new talent and they hit our website and then found a couple of bands that they liked, and the next thing you know, you know, they're hitting up. Our, our, off our database of bands to, I mean, that's going to make us feel mm. awesome and do wonders to the Perth music scene. Mate, that's amazing what you guys are doing with that whole concept of getting people to come in from um, executive point of views, be able to have an easy tool to dial into the, the local system. It, it, it'll probably spread. It'll probably end up the way that things are done in the future. Hopefully, maybe. <clears throat> I think so. <laughs> well, yeah. Ultimately, I mean, this is some stuff, and we we were never given the opportunity to. As we were playing, this platform never existed. We never had any of this. We never had Facebook, as I said before. Um, and the ability to have we something like this. <laughs> yeah, literally, we were on IRC yeah, chat. IRC chats. See, we have the ability today to contact anybody in the world yeah. That's it. easily. Yeah, so you know why not set this up and 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 give every every artist in Perth who wants to partake in this and, and jump on board, give them a shot at at you know whatever comes out of it is whatever comes out of it. And there's a couple of sites. I mean, the uh, Facebook sites, for example, Band Aid, Pull Mac, Perth musicians. Yeah, there's are a, they are they. They're nothing like what you. I mean, they're kind of doing what you're doing, but not to the extent. I, I think right I think everybody's got an element. I don't think I don't know. I don't think that there's people doing the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, um, I mean, my my whole thing is you know, um, I mean, take SoundCloud and Triple J and Earth and Bandcamp and stuff like that. Everyone can submit their tracks to that. Everyone can have all their stuff on there, and that's great. Um, but there is just so much on there, it becomes unsearchable. Um, Triple J Unearth, I don't know why they don't ever clean that site up. I mean, I've got tracks on there from 10 years ago. I think Mungloid's still on there. Yeah, you know, from what, 2000. What, why is that still on there? I mean, it's not an active band anymore, and, and bands don't, no one goes and cleans up their own stuff, right? You're going to leave yeah. it on there forever. So, yeah. you know, that is so cluttered with stuff now. It's. Um, it's really hard to, to find. I mean, you, yeah, you can scan for the new stuff, right? But it's just there's so much stuff on there and so much content on SoundCloud. There's so much content on John Earth. What we want to do is is build something that's it, – it's not just about playing your music. It's not just about that. It's more about, you know, getting the interviews, getting to know the bands, the band profiles, promoting different events, um, giving everyone their own profile page to, you know, if you want to have certain things written on your profile page, send them to us and we'll chuck them up as long as they're not. Are you going to rude. also add pictures, yeah, videos, pictures and stuff. I mean, we've film been, clips? Because, yeah. I mean, once, one, once you have that platform 
adding things like that really isn't an issue, is it? It's very, no, very yeah. simple. And that's kind of the thought process that's gone in behind building the site that we want it to be extendable. Um, so at the moment, when we, when we launch, it'll have the minimum of what it's going to have, but we're already thinking ahead in, in having stuff like video clips and, and um, but when we do the reviews and stuff, we've got the photos and, and that sort of thing. So yeah. I mean, one thing that we did with Canary Radio last year, um, we introduced our feature band section. So we had, um, <clears throat> I think was a, every three months, we had a feature yep. band for a whole month. So um, I'll, I'll name them out. We had um, Hannah, which is now the Psychotic Reactions. Did I get that right? Yeah, Psychotic Reactions. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, Big Girls Blouse, Yalla Yalla, and mm, Spill Cities. Um, so we had all of them. And then at the end of the year, we actually put on a showcase show called um, Uncaged Volume 1, which may be the only volume that ever happens from that. <laughs> Um, but we had all these bands um, come in and play a show and it was a mixed bag. I mean, um, the Psychotic Reactions is that garage band I was talking about before. Yalla Yalla is like a carnival carnival meets incubus type sound. Um, very cool. I don't know if you've heard them before. You'd probably love them. Um, I certainly do. They're amazing sound. Huge sound too. Like they had a massive wall of sound. Too big for Vaseline. They sound so familiar. I've got a feeling I have seen them. Yeah. Um, they've probably been I'm at Swan sure. Basement. Um, then you had Big Girls Blouse, which is kind of like your um, your pop punk, American Pie soundtrack kind of um, band. And then we had Spilt Cities, which is your um, probably more traditional indie type band. Yeah. You know, so we had definitely mean, had a mixed bag. great as well because they, they came in and just did an, uh, an acoustic duo because they yeah. was the drummer. But what was cool about that is, you know, we, we interviewed every single, all those bands actually didn't interview. We didn't interview. Spilt Cities, sorry, unfortunately. Sorry, Spilt Cities. Yeah. Did you guys, just to interject for a second, did you guys do a lot of interviews? I mean, I've only listened to a, I've listened to probably four episodes of your podcast and it, it was I think primarily you guys talking about music you loved, playing a bit of the music, stuff that was coming up. I think in total we've done five Five or six, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we interviewed the three feature artists. We, uh, yeah, we didn't interview um, Spilt Cities. Um, and then I, before you came on board, um, my first interview, I think, was with David and then um, Aaron from Hey Muso. Aaron, yeah, I know Aaron, yeah. Um, yeah. He, he um, yeah, came on and did an interview. He's um, another one we should mention too. Aaron's done a lot of... He, he does a, he does a lot of stuff. We've actually God, he a, gives up some time just to do stuff. He does. You know, yeah. we, we, what a legend. we actually had a meeting with Aaron the other week. He's um, going to help out and jump on board with the Music Link WO. As Great well. call because you know what he's. He, I think what would be really good for Aaron was to to find collaboration because he he does a lot of stuff on off his own yeah. back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to to find collaboration and then participate in something that's greater than than what he could do by himself. And I think he'd be a great cog in a in a machine of of uh joy for the music scene i think he's it'd be good for that so aaron (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i've done the the uh what's his name the guy from um yeah i'll go blank this is bad podcasting uh (laughs) mick mick from uh mick from wolf creek Creek, Can I go on a sidetrack for a second? Yep. Sure. Um, I was a tour guide for a while. And <laughs> I used to take people up to Northern Territory and then back. 
and um, we go to all the good places in WA, and we on the on the road for thirty days, and would sleep in swags, and you you got to shower when you got to wash in a river. It, it was a full on Australian experience, and I had a camouflage Land Rover, and I remember that uh, I, I dropped everybody off, you know, and then took the truck back to the the depot. Did what I had to do, stripped stuff down, washed it all out, uh, packed everything away, and then the cleaners do the the bags and they fumigate them and do everything they do. Then I jumped in my camo Land Rover and I was driving back home, but I, I called into a service station and I stunk. And I looked feral, I had a beard, I haven't shaved for a, a good 18 days. And, and I pulled into a service station and there were the two young Perth girls in there and and I've pulled in and I'm waiting in line to pay for the fuel that I just put in my Land Rover. My Land Rover's got a shower hanging off it, it's camouflage and it just looked like me, me mate Mick from, yeah. you know. <laughs> and anyway, and they're there in front of me and they're fluffing around and they're talking. They kept looking back at me like they were nervous, you know. And I, and I was in a blue Bond singlet, a pair of boardies, a pair of thongs and they looked back at me and I just looked at them and went, <laughs> they left the line. They left the line. They, <laughs> they, they. I don't know where they went, but they weren't in the line for the pay for their fuel anymore. And I went up to the guy, paid for the thanks very much, mate, and they just walked off. And as I was walking out, those girls started coming back to pay for their fuel. <laughs> I just thought to myself, I went, uh, "There's just something about that Australian serial killer sort of look that." Uh, isn't that appealing? And uh, no, no. I showered all that away. I showered it all away. <laughs> they probably and thought I, you had a hammer too. What was his name? Hammer. The old uh, Ivan Malat. Old uh, Mister Malat. But uh, it was a bit weird. But I don't know. I might edit that out because uh, it was a bit of a tangent that had no, <laughs> no relevance to anything we've said in the last hour. So. Uh, <laughs> Scare myself. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, let's go on a different tangent for a quick second. Like okay. we, yep. we, We're getting into an hour of the podcast. We've got probably at best half hour left. But let's let's find out about you two. I don't care about Canary anymore. We've been indulged with information about Canary Radio. Let's find out about Adam and Brad, or should I say Bradham. It's been oh, coined now, hasn't it? Has it has been, been coined. Cool. I want to find out about you. What makes you laugh? What do you guys love that makes you laugh? Tell me about a television program that you can't stop laughing at. We want to know about the guys behind Canary Radio. Well, I used to be a pretty big fan of the 70s show when it was on. I used to get into that quite a lot. I don't actually watch a lot of TV, to I was be honest. Say, yeah, you don't watch. Yeah, I, I, too, I'm... Too busy getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning for bike rides. <coughs> yeah. So, yeah. hang on, okay. So, bike rides, you, uh, you're you a cyclist? I am. Just and don't hold it against me. No, 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 it's all right. I, I don't drive. So, we're going to get on until I drive again. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you say cyclist, you... What do you ride? Cannondale? I have a trek. Avanti? I have a trek. Trek. A trek, yeah. Tell me about your bike. Tell me a bit about yourself and your bike and your love of riding. Um, well, realistically, it probably stems back to 
me and Adam, we used to go on bike rides on, you know, our shitty steel frame mountain bikes from 1992. Our Repco. Yeah, Repco mountain bike. I had the Aussie Explorer. I thought, I thought you were going to say diamond back for a while. I was going, oh, I <laughs> But um, no, we used to go on epic adventures out to, you Wyman know, Whiteman's Park. Park. Before it was like main road. Yeah. Um, Hang on. Did anyone hear that at home? Epic adventures to Whiteman Park, which is a family park. Let's just say uh, on a steel frame mountain <laughs> now bike. Now you put it like that. Back in the day. What, what, we were, what, 15 or something yeah. like that? And if you had told me you know, at the age of 15 I'd be riding around on a steel frame mountain bike, uh, you know, at, look at, well, we, we rode to Midland Gate and they didn't have what we wanted, so we rode from Midland Gate to the Galleria, Galleria <laughs> to get what we wanted. I think we were looking for, we were looking for an album or something that someone yeah, had. It, it literally would something. have been something like that. Yeah, that would have been 15 back then. So we used to do a bit of cycling and I also played a lot of cricket and when I finished playing cricket, um, <clears throat> I went, you know what, I'm going to start cycling. I'd already bought myself a road um, I had a Melvin Star before that. Did a bit of that for a little while, in and out of the city. Um, and I thought, nah, I'm going to take up cycling to stay reasonably fit. Um, it allows me to drink and eat shit. Um, if I go out riding and yeah I'd hate to say it but yeah I'm one of the mammals complete lycra spent thousands of dollars on I've always can I can I go uh, for it ask away okay lycra yep lycra why do you wear lycra when you ride a bike there are multiple reasons one is shaving down time is that correct sorry is it shaving down time it makes you more aerodynamic uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the most aerodynamic person I know, it'd be, like there, me but, um, it'd be like me putting on Lycra. It's like the Goodyear blimp fucking wrapped in Lycra um, if, I, if I was to wear Lycra. But what I'm getting at is like, does it shave down time? And secondly, is anyone timing you? Uh, most of the time I'm timing myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, no. Uh, it, it, yes, it does cut down a little bit of time. Yep. Uh, realistically, though, it's probably one of the more comfortable things to go riding in because... And you, you shave your legs? Yes, my legs are completely shaved. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, this is a new development. Look, uh, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I, I could pretend to be totally ignorant, but my brother is a triathlete and he shaves his legs and I give him heaps for it. And he gives me heaps for being 130 kilo. Yeah. <laughs> and the trade-off is he wins. Yeah, but you know, um, it's taken four and a half years for you know I've been cycling properly for four and a half years before I've decided to actually shave my before legs. Before shaving, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting because um, um, I just couldn't be bothered to be honest. But I mean, the reason when I said to Gareth, in all honesty, I said, "Mate, why do you do it?" And he does triathlons and he's a, he he competes all around the world in triathlons in the Masters events, so he's a bit old. But um, he, he's a fireman as a tradie and then he does the fireman games and all this kind of, won heaps of medals like for fireman's events around the world you know when they had their fiery games yeah. and, stuff. Yeah. and um, he does a 100 kilo plus division which doesn't sound right for a triathlete <laughs> for a triathlete yeah. big, big boy he goes good um, and I said well, why do you in all honesty I said mate you've been he used to be a goalkeeper for soccer and I said to him why do you shave your legs and he pointed out something that made complete sense once he had told me. He goes, when you shave your legs, you heal so much better. When you graze yourself, 
because he was always diving on the guy. And he, he's come off his bike a few times. Hmm. And it wasn't about time or slickness or anything like that. It was about yeah. it was about healing. And I, I'd i never heard of that before. <clears throat> have you, have you first, heard of that? It, that's, that's, there's two reasons that you normally do it. One is if you're getting massages a lot on your legs, yep. um, you don't have to fight through hair to get a massage because that can be quite painful sometimes. Um, <laughs> you imagine massaging that? It's like and stepping into the Congo. <laughs> the second one I is just um, showed my chest hair for anyone that was wondering what I was talking about. The uh, the second one is obviously yeah, if you do if you do fall off your off your bike, um, people probably don't realise, but your hair actually grips the road and starts taking out bigger chunks. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of yeah along the lines of what he was saying. I just I but isn't the thought, aim not to fall off your bike? It is, but I did fall. I actually <laughs> if you do, you're doing it wrong. I actually fell <laughs> off. I actually fell off on Tuesday. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. I had a um, a bit of a clip fail. What you call it, a clip fail at the uh, at a set an intersection. So you've gone to push off and you've. You've jumped uh, out of your boot. I've gone to push off because a car had stopped and then the car decided to go. Well, then I just clipped my feet in and then I couldn't get my feet out in time and then I fell over. Um, so a little embarrassing and annoying. But, hey, doesn't matter. Um, I came off unscathed. My bike was not hurt, so that's cool. Beautiful. First question, is my bike okay? Have you ever seen soft ride bikes? Uh, my, no. my brother got a soft ride bike and basically they're the frame but they've got a carbon fibre Bar spar, I should say, that comes out like that from the headstock, you know, like you, and then they've got a carbon fiber spar that comes on, and there's a seat attached to that. So they, oh, yeah, they take all about. the, they were massive in the like late nineties. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then they found out that they're a really shit bike. <laughs> My brother paid like eight grand for this bike, and then found out it was a complete lemon. Yeah, nice. I mean, I've spent a bit too much on my bike. I think I spent. I think I spent about four when I bought it and I've probably spent another couple of grand on bits and pieces. There's been stuff I've bought my wife doesn't know about. I just swap it out and hope that she doesn't <laughs> Until now. Until yeah, sure now. No, well, yeah, most of... So you guys on Stack's podcast, I'm so listening to that. Yeah, no, I sort of... I, I buy things and then I'll, I'll leave it for a little while until she notices and then I'll tell her how much it costs after it's too late to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a sign. You, there was a couple of shops in America. I tried that it. with my yeah. wife's vibrator. They, they wouldn't accept it. Yeah. I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah, I oh know. Um, there's actually a, welcome to Stacks Podcast. Yeah, there's, there's actually a sign that was made up that a couple of shops in America had where you could actually pay an extra fee and they they'd write a second receipt that you could give to your wife that was a lot less. <laughs> True. Yeah, I love it. That's but like twenty percent um, wife fee. Good business decision. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, I, I I travel to and from. What a great idea! I travel yeah, to I and from work and the on on my bike. It's actually quicker, believe it or not. The quickest way into Ellenbrook to the city is uh, on a bike, unless I'm riding. And is it along? Um, not Alexander. What's uh, Lord Street? You go. Oh, you can't at the moment because of the road works. But yeah, normally. Yeah. 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 But no, I mean, I, I quite enjoy it. I like getting out. Um, Back to the Lycra thing. The Lycra actually has compression in it. So if you're used to sports people wearing compression shorts, it yep. has that similar feel. Plus it also helps wick the sweat away. That's the other reason you would normally yeah, do right. as well. So the, the, it is actually more I, comfortable I in that. that so yeah, it is awesome. more comfortable in, in Lycra doing that than it is in if you had oh, baggy mountain bike shorts or something like that. Yeah, um, and how are you going with like – because there's a big issue right now with bike riders versus road users and there's, there's always been that – 
it's, it's, yeah. it's had a loggerhead right now. We've had there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, it's actually. I, I was riding home the other day, um, minding my own business. No one was having an issue with me. And a car coming the opposite direction decided to. A uh, young bloke hung his head out the window and yelled something at me for no apparent reason. Um, and that's realistically the extent I normally get. I don't usually have too many dramas with people. Um, I will say in general, um, people are usually okay. Um, but it's all about road positioning too. Um, I do see a lot of cyclists do the wrong thing, going through red lights and stuff like that. I don't do that. I try and abide by the road rules as best as I can. But it's also about positioning too. You gotta, like, like you do on a motorbike, if anyone's out there with a motorbike, that one of the things they teach you when you learn how to ride a motorbike is put yourself in the right position on the road. Same goes with a push bike. I, um, I ride a 50cc scooter to work and because I can leave my car in the garage mm. and I'm 130 kilo, so that means 50cc versus 130 kilo uphill. Doesn't quite do 70, uh, so I've got to be very smart when I pull across the road, you know what I mean, to turn into mm. something, so... And I, and, and I agree with what you're saying. You need to be aware of what your capabilities are and where, you, where your situation is on the road when you do something. And if you ignore that, it can be, it can be fatal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've spent a... I've had my fair share of near misses um, and that's going to happen. Um, but you have near misses in cars all the time. Yeah. Um, I've probably had more near misses in my car than I have on my bike in the last four years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but no, I've been training um, for an event. So next week, I'm actually riding from Geraldton to Perth as part of the Ride for Youth. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a long 700 k's, 700 k's in four and a half days. Wow, so I hope it's not a big southerly wind. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's still the first two days are 37 degrees in a southeaster. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's not going to be fun. But no. hey. It's, uh, it's all so, good. That's when you want the uh, northerlies to kick in. Your legs are shaved and you're aerodynamic. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, all good. <laughs> and Adam yourself, mate, outside Yo. of Canary Radio, what makes your heart tick? What What do you do for fun? Um, build websites. Um, no, I, I do enjoy a bit of basketball. Um, really? Yeah, so I I was out of the game for like... Uh, just for the um, folks at home, Adam's like four foot three, uh, which is weird. Uh, uh, I, yeah, basketball. I don't, I don't hold any grand illusions of uh, dunking anytime <laughs> <He's> soon. <laughs> he's not actually four foot three. He's four foot four. Yeah, just very generous. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're over the top with your assumptions, but yeah. Uh, seriously, um, basketball. Are you, are you a fan of Australian basketball? I am. Or NBA. Um, NBA. I've, or? I've always been more towards the NBA. Yep. Um, Who's but, your team? Uh, Bulls. Always been Chicago Bulls. Oh, Chicago! Thanks. Yep. I was Sorry, I'll, I'll clarify that. Yeah, always been Chicago Bulls. Um, and no, it wasn't because of Michael Jordan. Though that helped. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Scotty Pippen. Pippen, Rodman, Rodman, the Australian guy. Yeah. Longley. Luke Longley. Luke Longley. Um, but this, yeah, that does he live in Perth now? He used I don't to. Actually, no. He used to. I know. He, he used did to. for a while. He had a cousin here that was involved in the comedy scene for ages. So. I actually do remember that. Yeah. Um, um, not, but I think, because I'm pretty sure him and Andrew Vlahov were in business together at some point. Doing the big man thing. Yeah. The, the suits. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. Andy Vlahov did the suits and Luke Longley done the underwear. 
but there wasn't many people that could wear the underwear without having to stuff it full of fucking <laughs> tissues. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Some, something like that. So something along those lines, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, um, I like, uh, I like movies, TV yeah. shows, long walks on the beach. <laughs> Actually, you, you, you. I'm, stop, I'm stopping you on long walks on the beach. Wait, best, this is the wrong show. I best movie you've seen in the last 12 months. Best movie I've seen in the last 12 months. You've seen a lot. You I'm going to say, I'd love to give an honourable mention to Sharknado. You know, you know what this no, crea- The creativity that came up with, like, can you imagine sitting, like we can all come up with a beautiful drama. Yeah. We can all course. come up with the three billboards. But can we come up with no a shark nader? No one's stupid enough. The genius. No, 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 no. Hang on. The stupid genius. In a good way. Stupid in a good way. The genius of the people who go. What haven't we seen? Yeah. We haven't seen a tornado loaded with full sharks. of fucking sharks. That's right. I'm. You yeah. know, I. I'm, That's like I'm, Twister meets Jaws. It's exactly right. I've, I've got a soft spot for those B-grade super animal movies. But, uh, yeah, best movie in the last 12 months. Put me on the spot now. I was going to put it out. I think, I think the only movie I've seen in the last 12 months <laughs> is probably Star Wars. Ooh. Rogue One. That's how much yeah, I get yeah, out. Yeah. And you know what? Putting it out there. I saw episode eight. Rogue One was better. Just going to say. Ooh, I don't I think, know. you know, episode eight was good. I don't think it lived up to the hype. Yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, we could be opening a massive can we of worms. We could be. If we're and I'm go down Star all Wars good for that. I'm can of ink to galactic worms. If you yes. have and if you've actually, if you're a fan of The Empire Strikes Back, as they glide across a certain unused Death Star, there's a big worm that pops out and tries to eat it. Check out Robot Chicken's Star Wars and you'll see what I'm talking good about. Good old Robot Chicken. <laughs> Bit of a fan. Bit of a fan. So, seriously, that's up there. That's the one. Yeah, I reckon Rogue One. Can I say something, lads? Yep. Just got back from Japan. Flying on a plane. An aeroplane. With the movies that aren't quite out yet, but they're kind of just coming out. Ragnarok. Yep. Thor. Hilarious. Very entertaining. Yeah, it is it's my favourite movie I watched. I watched The Shape of Water and I watched about four other movies that have just sort of hit the sort of shelves now and yep. Ragnarok. Ragnarok was good. The most entertaining by far. Yep. Yeah. A bit of a plug. Yeah. Well, lads, before we wrap up the podcast, I want to just ask a couple more questions that tells us a bit more about yourselves. Um, firstly... We we know about your plans for the future with the, with the podcast and the website and all that kind of stuff. I want to know who's your favourite band in Perth today. Who's who's out there today that you've really listened to and gone, wow, I really like those guys. And we'll start with yourself. Oh, I was going to put you on. Yeah, no, we'll start with yourself, Ed. Um, who's out there, mate, that you're just digging? Manhattan's Way. Manhattan's Way. Yeah. There you go, Manhattan's Way. Big plug. Um, yeah. And there's another artist, uh, Siraj. 
is uh, is quite good as well. Sort of a bit more of a chilled sort of. I've got a huge like range of music that I like. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, so yeah, Siraj is good as well. That's more like laid back sort of. And is there anyone out there that you've is very different to what you've normally heard? Um, Someone that's like, wow, that's so different. It's it's unique. Those fireworks. Yeah, fireworks going <laughs> I'd just like to, uh, if anyone can hear those bangs outside, uh, I live in Butler and that's the local shooting going on right now. So just <laughs> ah. a standard thing. If you want to hang around for another five I minutes, you're going to hear uh, things like <laughs> sirens come swinging by. You'll hear an ambulance that turns up to try to revive the person that has been shot. And you'll, of course, hear the police that turn up to try and catch the person that done the shooting. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Back to a regularly scheduled program. Um, I don't know. It's something you mean something that I wouldn't normally listen to, or something what, that define no, you? No, is there, is there define you? Someone that you've yeah. heard in the last two to three years that is a unique sound. Someone that you think, wow, I just. I'm gonna put Hannah in there. Yeah, I would. Psychotic reactions. So the psychotic. You need to remember the the, the name. That was going to be. I mean, yeah, asked me the same question. One of my bands that I've heard in the last twelve months is the yeah, Hannah and the Psychotic Reactions. So um, they are a very garage type band, garage sixties um, type bands. But but it must be an absolute delight to mix those guys too, because it is a very simple sound, very simple setup. But her voice just just <coughs> cuts through everything, and it's just and it is a very Where, unique. Where's person. Hannah from? Fremantle. Yeah. Yep. And is she <laughs> around there somewhere? Is she cutting it on local radio or uh, not quite close? I yeah. think very close. If she to hasn't it. yet, she won't be far off. Yep. Yeah. Like they get they're definitely they're going places. Yeah. I mean they're and, and, and what's good about those guys is is they are very honest with themselves. They're very honest musicians. Hannah, I don't know how old Hannah is. I think she's only around about the age of what, nineteen twenty thereabouts. Um, but she speaks. We interviewed her, and she speaks very well. Um, she, she's one of the two. If you, if you can imagine, like a musician's born to be a musician, she kind of has that thing, right? Yeah, and you can feel that with people, yeah. can't you? And I can just feel it with her that, yeah. that, that, that you know she's born she loves to what do she this. Does, and, and yeah, I mean they're not worried about how much they get paid ultimately and stuff like that going around, which seems to be a hot topic at the moment. How much bands get paid? Uh. Yeah, but I mean, she. I think I mean, they just. Who gets paid? Seriously, you know? she yeah. just likes going up, and and they like going out and playing. She likes playing gigs. They they do the hard yards. They're putting in a massive amount of effort, um, doing a recording, and going out and playing shows. Um, and I think they will go places because yeah, she just has that unique voice, and there isn't a there isn't another band in Perth that does sound like them. That they don't have, they have a garage band sound, but nobody else has that sound. So oh, yeah, sure. absolutely. That's those cool. guys. That's awesome to uh, hear. And uh, uh, if we get a chance, I'll uh, maybe play some of the music on the podcast. We don't know how that'll go, but uh, we'll give it a shot. Fellas, uh, we're an hour and twelve into it. I'd like to say thank you very much. I know you've got to get back down to Brazil. Brazil? Do you live in Brazil? <laughs> is that where it was? Brazil. <laughs> You'll get a passport stamped, and we'll. Yeah, no, I'm sure, sure it's Brazil. Like, yeah. So he's got to don the uh, green and gold and go support the uh, fashionistas of the soccer world. Uh, but one question before we go, I've got one more question to ask, and that is, who do we need to uh, 
in, in the world, who do we need to uh, pay attention to and, and what's happening in the world that's really making you guys excited? You know, like, what's happening in the world that's making you guys really buzz right now? So something, because you guys, at one, you're tech savvy, you got your podcast coming out, there's technology happening all around us all the time. Is there something happening in the world that you guys are really interested in and you want to touch on it? Actually, before I even go Uh-oh. there... Uh-oh. This almost sounds we like we're stacks oh, pod- no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, this could cause us another 20 minutes, but that's good. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. at Stacks Podcast always like to talk about a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. This is my question. <laughs> Everybody in the world has a theory on some major event that's happened or something that is unknown. I would like to start with yourself. Uh-oh. Tell me about something that you believe in that is considered a conspiracy theory. Four. No, he didn't uh, just fart. I, yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I was just wondering to myself, and it was like, four. There we go. Is, um, is, that, is that a uh, Micronesian oh, conspiracy theory? God. Um, I don't believe the Earth is flat. I just flew over it. I can pretty well guarantee you that it's not. Yep. Yeah. That's no, good to hear. Yeah. I'm, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that I was uh, I was right on that one. I don't know. I was, Do you believe uh, in aliens? Do you believe in ancient civilizations? Do you believe in... I do, you know what? I, I do believe that Do you believe not, in creatures that exist on the earth that have never been... I do believe found. that there is life out in space. We're not alone? We're not alone. Mm. No, we're definitely not alone. I don't think that we could possibly be the only planet in the universe that has life on it. What about yourself, Brad? You got you got a theory that's... Uh... Oh, look, probably not. I, I tend to stay away from that sort of stuff. Mm. I tend not to listen to a lot of news, actually, either. Um, <laughs> most of it's bad. I just... There's too much bad shit going on, so I don't listen to it. Um, however... If you want to play the conspiracy theory... something happened in your life where you've gone, oh, I wonder. If you want to play the conspiracy theory game... Um, Listen close, people. This is going to be deep. This is going to be I deep. would suggest the only one that I think is, is fairly plausible would be the, uh, the building of the pyramids. That is a massive, massive undertaking. Let's talk about the building of the pyramids. Because, you know, that's... They are fucking huge, and there's a hell of a lot of chambers. And uh, in the time frame that was allocated to build those, in well, when they allegedly took place, I don't know if it was achievable with what they had at the time. It's plausible that there was some okay. More so they say the built the pyramids were built three thousand years ago. Yep. Okay. My belief is that we had a civilization that was on the planet that existed beyond 12,000 years ago. 12,000 years ago, we had major catastrophic events that happened on the earth. Major floods, which all the religions talk about. We had um, volcanoes, which. Yeah, we had (laughs) volcanoes, which create a lot of issues with the earth. There was a culmination of events which pretty much were wiped out 95% of the population of the planet at that time. Now, I want to ask you guys a question. If 
all of a sudden, all the power in the world shut down. Who would survive? Well, cockroaches, apparently. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking humans. Humans? Who would survive? Well, there is, there is that tribe. I, you know what? I was going there There's, as well. Okay, so what? <laughs> you're down the right path. Would the people that go to the shops every day for their food survive? No, they're fucked. Would the people that are hunter and gatherers survive? Yeah. yeah. Let's go back 12,000 years ago. If all of a sudden the world was put in a position <clears> where <throat> everything shut down, who would survive? It was the hunter and gatherers. Yeah. Who believe in the most simplistic gods and all that kind of stuff? It's the hunter and gatherers. How do they explain technology? They can't. All right, what I'm saying is technology existed beyond 12,000 years ago. It really did. And when the, catast- the catastrophic times came, who survived? The hunters and gatherers, small pockets in certain civilizations. There were great floods. Okay, there were great floods, and it was whether it was asteroidal impact or whether it was glacial melts, we're not too sure, but we know that there was massive amounts of water travelling through parts of the world in a very quick period of time. There's proof of that. So we've had these hunter and gatherers survive. How do they explain aeroplanes? How do they explain mm. anything coming from the sky? It's a god. Yeah. We yeah. had civilizations which are now submerged. The water levels have come up 400 feet from 12,000 years ago. We have lost so much of our civilization. Where do we live now on the planet? Where do 90% of humans live? Close to the ocean. The ocean. This is making a lot of sense. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you guys is when you talk about conspiracies... I think we're a race with amnesia of our past and our history. And I think there was technologies. And what I'm getting back to is your question of the pyramids. Mm. Who built the pyramids? It was not the Egyptians 3,000 years ago. And there's some questionable hieroglyphics in there as well. There was the Mm. Sumerians that have been around, the oldest race on the planet, which comes from Syria. The Sumerians come from out of the Middle East, places like Syria... And that's where a lot of history is contained. Mesopotamia and all these places and that existed way beyond 12,000 years ago. There's a place that's just been recently discovered called Tebekla Tepe, which is a, a burial mound which has been backdated now to fourteen to 15,000 years. Fourteen to 15,000 years, that's cool. They're saying Aboriginals have lived in Australia for 40,000 years. Mm. Okay. But we're talking about civilization. We've got it so wrong. We've got it so wrong. <laughs> We've had intelligent civilization that had the knowledge of the stars, the universe. Now, where did it all come from? I believe at one stage there was communication with an outer being that come from the, somewhere else. They provided a lot of technology and they may be who you and I are today because we all talk about the missing link Mm. But no one's ever found the missing link. Why? Because there's no missing link. We're a complete separate race to any of the animals on the planet. Mm. 
That is why we can communicate. That is why we have our intelligence. Anyway, that's my conspiracy theory, just to answer the thing of the pyramids. So what I'm saying about... (laughs) No, no, no. To get back to the pyramids, what I'm saying is, in a long-winded answer, is the pyramids were built way before what we know. And if there is these catastrophic events such as volcanoes, floods, what is going to survive? Yeah. A megalithic tonnage of stone. And that is the pyramids. So the Egyptians didn't build the pyramids, they adopted the pyramids. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Nice. <laughs> Guys, it's been great talking. It's Sorry, it's been good. I mean, I've talked a lot for the last <laughs> five minutes, but that's why people listen to Stacks. We talk show. about music, we talk about shit, we, we've had a lot of fun. Fellas, uh, I'd like to uh, thank... Um, Oak Master Kieran Whiskey tonight for bringing us the uh, podcast. We've had a bit of a go on that tonight. It's been fun. Good job. Yeah. Fellas, uh, what's happening? What do we need to listen to? Well, who do we need to listen to? What do we need to say before we wind up the podcast? Are you guys, when do you think we're going to see what you guys are about to produce? Well, we're aiming for an early April release. Mm. Um, which doesn't leave you much time to no, finish it. No. Um, no, no, we are. We're looking at. You know, really early April, like around the first, second, third kind of thing. Will it be a basic version of your... It will be, yeah. I'm I'm kind of getting the the whole Canary Radio stuff over into Music Link um, with a few added extras, and that'll be what we launch with. Um, But there'll be a lot going on behind the scenes after the launch to bring more stuff. Um, We're hoping to have some news and and reviews to already have populated in in the site when we launch. Um, But yeah, early April... Yep. Should uh, should see something. Should have a new yeah. episode out by then as well. Well, yeah, hopefully we'll have a new episode out by then. So, um, Guys, if I can help in any way, shape or form, make sure you give me a yell. That'd be great. I yes. love talking to podcasters. One, you know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and two, it's really good to, to have brethren on the show that that are uh, that do the podcast and understand the difficulty it is to find the content out there. Yep. For my for my people that listen, I apologise. It's been a good solid month and a half since I've released a podcast. I've been to Japan. Uh, I've got back. There's been a lot of things going on, as you can understand. We don't do this professionally. We do it because we love you and we love everything that goes on um, out there in the Perth music scene. Uh, to the Perth music scene, hang tight. We're coming, and uh, I can't wait to see what these guys develop. Thank you very much, Brad. Thank you very much, Adam. It's been Bradham. And uh, (laughs) anything you guys want to say before we wind down? Thanks for having us on. Yeah, no, thanks for having us on. It's been great. Oh, Um, mate, we will do it again. When the studio's built and the uh, whiskey's more free-flowing and you guys know an Uber phone number, we're going to do it again. Uber, done. (laughs) Oh, he's driving next. Oh, true. Yeah, okay. So it's Uber then. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Brad and Adam from Canary Radio. This is Stacks Podcast. Make sure you tune in again. We'll be bringing out another podcast very shortly. Great to have these guys on board. My name's Joy. We're Stacks Podcast. Play the music. Stacks, Stacks, Stacks.